Welcome to Redeem Christian Church of God. We are reaching you live from Divine Favor Center, Bangkok, Thailand. ยินดีต้อนรับสู่คริสจักรแห่งการทรงไถ่คริสเตียนของพระเจ้าประเทศไทยสถานที่แห่งความโปรดปรานของพระเจ้าพระธรรมเทศนาในวันนี้มีขึ้นในกรุงเทพพวกที่เราพูดกันในประจำปีในเวลานี้ It says that the Lord is still calling you. He's still calling me. He's still speaking to you, and he's still speaking to me. But that there is one thing we have to do. When the message comes to you, what do you do with it? Just obey. Verse two say that when, if the savior, if you are in the savior's hand, you must do as he commands you to do. There's no other gospel way. When he speaks, never stop to reason why is he saying this. And never. Questions. Just as you heard him loud and clear, obey. For God does not speak in confusion. Why the song? The, our topic today says obedience, the key to double victory. When the Savior speaks to you, just obey. The problem we are having in the world today is that people try to reason, oh, maybe it's not, this is not correct, or maybe this is God, if I do it this way that you're asking me to do it, maybe I'll be laughed at, maybe I will fail. Why not allow me to reason it my way? People dwell on asking why this, why that. Even if you give human being the most cogent reason for obeying God, they will still question you. But all God is asking of us is that we should obey him. Obedience, the key to double victory. We're going to look at the book of Judges as our text for today. Judges chapter 7, we are reading from verse 2 to 11. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianite into their hands. Lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, Mine own hand hath saved me. Now therefore go proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gideon. And there return of the people twenty and two thousand, and there remain ten thousand. 
And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will try them for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, These shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee. And of whosoever I say unto thee, These shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. So he brought down the people unto the water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that leopard, uh, leopard of the water with his tongue as a dog lapped, him shall thou set by himself. Likewise, everyone that boweth down upon his knee to drink. And the uh, number of them that leopard put in their hands to their mouth were 300 men. But all the rest of the people brought down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, uh, by, the three, by 300 men that lapped will I save you, and deliver the Midianite into thy hand. And let all the other people go, every man on, to his place. So the people took vitriol in their hands, and their trumpets, and he sent all the rest of the Israel every man unto his tent and relented re retained those 300 men and the host of the Midianite was beneath him in the valley and it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him arise get thee down unto the host for I have delivered it into thine hand but if thou fear to go thou go thou with poor thy servant down to the host and thou shalt hear what they say, and afterwards shall thine hand be strengthened to go down unto the host. Then, when he down, when he down with Pura his servant unto the out, the outside of the armed men that were in the host. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, in, from this Bible passage, we record the account of uh, Gideon. And the host of Israel. They actually have a very large army. It's not like these men could not fight. But God told Gideon that if I allow this, all these people to go to fight, they will claim the victory to themselves. They will tell themselves, because we are so strong, that's why we conquered these people. But God, to make the, the wisdom of man to look foolish, he asked Gideon to take some steps in order to reduce the number of people that were with him. One of it is that they should go to the water and drink. Now, I've tried to observe a dog drinking, drinking water. Unlike maybe goats or horses that like sip the water. The dog used the tongue to like lick the water, which is a lapping. 
แบบว่าขี้น้ำแบบใช้ลิงลิงฟีปาของเขา God told Gideon to take these people and watch how they would drink. I do not know, or I am not sure that these people have ever practiced to drink like a dog before. But one thing is certain that when God wants to use someone, He prepares the person for the thing. Maybe they have not tried to drink like dog before, but that day God made them. God has destined that these people will be the ones I will use. Probably those ones that are maybe those ones that are left, those ones God rejected are giant and strong. And then these ones that God chose maybe are the weak ones among them. But God has chosen them to to make foolishness the wisdom of man. But that is not where we are going. Where we are going is on the obedience of Gideon. And the obedience of the people that went with him. When he asked them, we have to go, you have to go and drink at the stream. Probably some of them were not thirsty. But they have they choose to obey the leader. And they went and drank. And then God made his choice. If we read down the Bible records, how God gave them victory over the Midianites. What was the key? Simple obedience. Now, how do we reconcile this with obedience, the key to total victory? You will say, okay, that's in the days of Gideon. No one goes to fight like they do today. No one goes to fight with spear and bows. The, the world is more sophisticated now that they don't need all those. But one thing is sure that your life, my life, is a battleground. It is a battleground for the devil. There's when we did uh, SOD, we were told, we were taught that the day you declare that you're a child of God, you drew a battle line between heaven and the devil, as in God and the devil. The devil trying to take you back to where you're coming from. And God defending you to make sure that you get to the other side where he is. Who you obey determines your victory. If you obey the devil, you will definitely go back to the devil. But once you obey God, you have... Sure, you are sure of the victory over the challenges of life. Let's look at the book of Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. 
Matthew chapter 6, we're going to read 31 to 33. Matthew 6, 31 to 33. If you're there, you can read for us. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or where we down shall we be clothed? 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. To a normal, to a normal human being, obeying God looks foolish. There is no common sense in obeying God. But to a child of God, it is the best wisdom that you can gain. Obeying God. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Though these things are good, as in things to eat, things to drink, how to get shelter, how to be clothed, all of them are good. If you read the 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 uh, Earlier part of the, that passage. The Bible makes us to know that our God is a God, is not a God who is unjust and unrighteous. That does not know what we need and when we need them. But because he has created man in his image, and he knows what we need. So he did not create the beds and the, the flowers in his image, yet he cares for them. How much more we that are created in his image, in his likeness. There's no way you will give birth to a child and then you will take care of, you will care for your dog or your pets in the house more than you care for your child. You love your pets so much that you don't care about your child. It's the same thing. God has created all things for his pleasure, but man he made in his image. But there's no way God will take care of those things, those other things, more than he care for us. But we were we are so concerned, we are so worried, we are so uh, filled with with uh, cares about the things we need. That obedience to God becomes like a secondary thing. All this we need anchors on one thing. If we must have all, 
And his righteousness. Then every other thing will be added. Let's look at the book of. Oh, we looked at our Bible reading for today. I would like us to read it again. John 15, 14 to 17. John 15:14-17. Yeah, my friends, 14. If you do whatever I command you, 15. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. 16. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus declared to the, to the disciples, and he's declaring the same to us today, that he has commanded us to love. And if we obey, we are his friends. He said, and then what are the commandments? He followed it in verse 16. He said, that ye go and bear fruits. And that your fruits should remain. The victory you're looking for is in obeying this verse. As a child of God, the essence of our salvation, the reason why Christ saved us is that we go out and reach out to others. Bear those fruits. Bear fruits and make sure they remain. You will ask, is it in the power of your hand to make the fruit to remain? Paul says, that Paul watered, Paul sowed, Apollos watered, and God gave the increase. Now you have gone out and you have, you are bearing fruit. There is a place of watering. So that the fruits will remain. I, I have this potted plant that it's a vegetable. Each time we don't water the plant, the vegetable, it dries up. The same is applicable to the soul you want. 
Jesus knows what he was saying when he said, and that the fruit should remain. So that we don't become lazy farmers in the kingdom of God. And what have we to do? Just obey. Okay, Obey him when he has commanded us to go and bear fruits. He did not say come and bear fruits. But he said go and bear fruits. Why is it not just coming to him and then you begin to bear fruits? It is because the fruit is out there. So you must go outside to bear the fruits. The fruit you're talking about is the fruit of soul winning. This is not talking about the fruit of the spirit. That one, you have to remain in Christ to bear such those fruits. But as you are in Christ, Christ, you have to stretch out your branches and then make sure they are connected in order to produce fruits, as in your life should be able to bring others to Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Our message today is centered on evangelism. Why are we here? Why are we on earth? Why are we saved? The reason why we are saved is that God has chosen us and ordained us to go and bear fruit. And as believers, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? Obey. The question is, are we really obeying? How many souls have you won? How many have I won? What are we doing? Are we doing Matthew chapter 6 verse 31? Caring the, for the things of that we think we need. The Spirit keeps asking me most often, if I claim that I don't speak the language in this country, then how come I have, I relate with them? How do I achieve that? Whatever you need, you get it. Without speaking the language. Yet you complain that uh, I cannot reach out because I don't speak the language. But you don't tell God, hey God, I cannot buy this, I cannot do this, I cannot do this because I don't speak the language. You go for interview, you win, you get the job, and then you go to the classroom, you teach without speaking the language. Funny enough, it's not like they even understand what you're saying in the classroom, but yet you walk. 
าจจะไม่ไม่ใช่ว่าเขาเข้าใจแต่ว่าเขาก็เข้าใจต่อไปก็คือไม่ต้องใช้ภาษาไทย You get paid without speaking the language ก็คือว่าคุณก็ได้เงินเดือนอ่ะไม่ต้องใช้ภาษาครับ You establish your businesses without speaking the language ก็คือว่าคุณก็มีธุรกิจคุณไม่ต้องใช้ภาษาครับ How come when God is when you you want to do all this you don't tell God Oh God I cannot establish this business because We are in Thailand, and there are Thai people, and because they don't, uh, they don't, they don't understand English, and I don't speak Thai. Therefore, I cannot open this business. ทำไมเราไม่ได้บอกว่าเราไม่สามารถเปิดธุรกิจได้เพราะว่าเราไม่พูดภาษาไทยไม่ได้ But for the things that will satisfy our flesh, แต่ว่าสำหรับสิ่งที่เราจะได้ครับผม We know enough Thai to do it. เรารู้ภาษาไทยที่เราสามารถใช้ได้ But the things that will benefit the spirit. We have a thousand and one excuses. Not to do them. The Lord is calling us today. That we must wake up. In obedience. Victory is in our obedience. Verse 33 of that Matthew says that. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. And His righteousness. And the victory you're looking for will be added unto you. It's an addition. That means the kingdom of God is already given to you in obedience. Because you are victorious over sin. And victory over the challenges of life, as in the things, the the natural things that you will need, is ascertained when you obey the first command. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. The first point says great victory in total obedience. Let's look at the book of Isaiah, chapter one, verse eighteen. Isaiah one eighteen. Come now, and let us reason together," said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Nineteen. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Praise the Lord. It says, if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But first of all, he said, come now and let's reason together. What is the state of your spiritual life? This morning we looked at one day allowed. Do what? Um, what's the topic again? Obi, no, I mean the the for Sunday school. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. And we were asked a question. Is someone who is still Living in sin, manifesting the fruit of the flesh. Saved. And 
And the answer is no. There's no way you can be walking or manifesting the fruit as in still manifesting the fruit of the, the deeds of the flesh and then you claim you're saved. The Bible says, come now and let's reason together. What is God saying in that passage? Take account of your life. Are you sure you're not manifesting the fruit of the, sp- the, the deeds of the flesh? Verse 19 of that passage account, uh, recounts the, the various uh, deeds of the flesh. Have if you say, okay, uh, I am not doing this, are you not doing the other? Bible say, come and let's reason together. Let's take account of your life. If the depthness of your sin is little, don't worry, I'll wash it. If it is so dirty that it's as black as charcoal, I will still make it white. But victory is on obedience. If you be willing and obedient, if you decide to obey and come, you will eat the good of the land. Matthew says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Isaiah said, If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. We must be ready to obey God first by coming to him. And before we get gain the victory that we desire, life is full of challenges. People are confronted with different problems every day. It is not just those in the world. We as believers Believers are confronted with different challenges. Most often we give up because we find it difficult to obey God. The Bible says that if ye be willing and obedient, God has given us his word for instruction. But we must often choose to do things our way. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit fornication and adultery. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not commit murder. And so... Uh, so goes the list. No envy. These are God's commandments. And all God expects us to do with that is obey. The Bible says that the whole commandment is anchored into 
Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. And the second is like it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. If you love your neighbor, you know you're going to heaven. You're preparing yourself for, the, for internal, eternal life with God. And what do you do to someone you love? You carry the person along. You want that person to be beside you. And if you claim you love such, and you claim you are standing on the side of God and you are going to heaven, and then you don't care about that person's spiritual life, you don't love. It could be that it's a fellow believer. But you have seen that the person is lacking. And then you fail to tell the person the truth or correct the person. Yet you profess love. You don't love. If you love the person, you will tell the person the truth. It doesn't matter if it hurts or not. The most important thing is that you are helping the person to stand on the side of God alongside with you. If you love your child, you will show the child the way which you are going that you think is a way of righteousness. You will not be so carried away in your race and then forget your child. If you love the child, you will lead the child in the path of righteousness. Seek you first the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not the building that as in the mansions that are in heaven. It is the souls that will occupy the mansions that Jesus has gone to prepare. And when God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, it means that you should garnish his kingdom with souls. Bring the one next to you. And and I bring bring the one next to me. And and the kingdom of heaven will be garnished with souls. And God will rejoice. And victory will be ascertained. This is why am I saying this? Because no other victory, as in every other victory, lies in your spiritual victory. If you fail spiritually, believe you me, your physical life is a failure. Because you ought to be a spirit man and not a physical man. So, and it is the spirit that con con uh, controls the physical. So if we win, if we win in the place with God, then our spirit, our physical life is settled. 
Let's look at the book of Matthew chapter 28, 19 and 20. Matthew, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, Go ye therefore. Sorry. Go ye therefore, Go ye therefore and, teach and teach all, all nations. nations. Thank you, sir baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatever, whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. 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 It says that we should go and teach all nations. Now, relate this with John chapter 15, where we read. It says, and that your fruit should remain. And then Matthew chapter 28, verse 20 says, teaching them to observe all things. Now this is the answer to how do I make the fruit remain? When you teach them to observe all things. Telling us that it is not enough to go out and preach. But make sure, ensure that you win them. And then bring them and water them. Teaching them the commandments of Jesus. And the Lord will grant us victory over all situations in the mighty name of Jesus. Greater victory in total obedience. Let's look at the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Read verse 1 and verse 17. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if it shall come to pass, if thou hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Verse 7. Seven. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face, they shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, when we read, if you read all through, verse 13, and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only. And thou shalt not be beneath. The condition is if thou will hearken to the commandment of the Lord thy God. Do you know the commandments of God? The word of God is so handy today. You don't need to carry the 
maybe this big Bible around. It is in your phones. It's so handy that you can go through it. To know the commandments of God. And to follow them. And in return, the Bible says that he will bless us. And set us above all nations of the earth. Now, someone who is set above all nations of the earth, is the person victorious or not? Definitely, if you are set above all nations of the earth, you are victorious. That means no nation can stand against you. No one, nothing can stand against you. The Lord will set us above all nations even as we obey him in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The obedience in, is in you going to preach to those around you. And make sure that your fruits abide. Praise the Lord. When we walk in the flesh, Disobedience is as easy as you can think. Because if you're in the flesh, the flesh will want to want you to do what he wants, what the flesh wants. Remind you the flesh is controlled by the devil. The flesh is not the skin, but the old man. So, if you obey the old man, which is the, deeds, the, the, the voice of the devil, it is easy for you to disobey God. If you allow the pleasure, it's easy for you to disobey God. But if we have knowledge of who God is, and know that we are not physical, we are not physical beings, but spiritual. We can now combat the physical through the spirit. And who is in control of the spirit? It is the Lord Jesus. And if he is in control of the spirit, and then we, dis we, we decide to pitch, pitch our camp with him, it is easy to obey God and gain victory. Praise the Lord. The physical, the spiritual always determines, the, uh, settling the spiritual always determines what happens in the physical. If your spirit man is sound, every other battle, every other thing, every other situation is easy to conquer. Praise the Lord. 
The only way and the only way to gain spiritual victory is by walking in the spirit. Being controlled by the spirit. Someone who is controlled by the spirit will definitely obey the spirit. Let's look at the book of John chapter 16 verse 33. John 16, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus says, these things have I spoken unto you, that ye might have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. But Jesus said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The world is the flesh. And he said, I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. What has Jesus' victory over the world got to do with our own victory? Because he's our captain. If you smite the captain in a war, the host has lost the battle. But here, our captain said that he overcame. And therefore, we are overcomers. Let's look at the book of Romans chapter 6, verse 9 and verse 13. Romans chapter 6, verse 9 and verse 13. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, died no more. Death had no more dominion over him. 13. Neither yield you, your members, as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 9 says that know ye that Christ being raised from the dead died no more. If you are in Christ, Christ died once and live forever. Now, if you are in Christ, if you say you are in Christ, you are dead to sin and a life in Christ. Therefore, the, the works of the flesh is not supposed to be made manifest in our lives. But as we are crucified in Christ, with Christ, you are not hung on the tree. So definitely you're not talking about 
your body being crucified as in you are not you we were not hung as Christ was hung but our believing in him and our obedience to him is what makes us crucified with him because when you come to him the one who you yield your members to is who you are a servant too. So if Christ died for our sins, and we come to him in believing, then we are crucified. Our sin, sinful nature is crucified. Therefore, our members, our members, when we say our members, I am not talking talking about you and I as in the members of the redeemed Christian church of God or members of the of the body of Christ. When it is talking when the Bible says members it means the parts of your body. You don't use your hands to steal. You don't use your mouth to tell lies. You don't use your body to commit fornication, adultery, and all every other um, uh, listed sin. You're crucified with Christ. Those things are dead. You're not alive to them again. So if we crucify the flesh, if we allow the, Christ to, the flesh to be nailed on the cross, Jesus won in victory. He is living in victory. Then the victory of Christ will be our victory. No sickness can dwell in the body of Christ. No failure can dwell in the body of Christ. No battles can succeed in the face of Christ. So if we deal with the flesh, we will soar in the spirit. Because our Lord Jesus is up there holding up our hands to make sure that we get to him. Now to overcome there are weapons that we must handle. This we see in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. We must put on the whole armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6, Ten. finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the lust of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Praise God.
Praise the Lord. He said, put on the whole armor of God. If you read through 14 to uh, 19, sorry, to 18, we have a, the list of the, the the armor that we are supposed to put on. One of the armor is righteousness. Truth. Faith. The gospel of peace. Now, imagine that we go out and we preach. And we win everyone to Christ. Do you think that we still have troubles in the world? If we, in obedience, will go out and then preach and souls, all the souls around us are one. Do you think you have troubles? Definitely not. Because everyone will have the mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ is love. But because of our failure to obey, we have those people, as in we have those around us who have become instruments in the hands of the devil. Due to our failures to obey God. Praise the Lord. If maybe that neighbor of yours always steal your things. Or maybe you go to, you are looking for a job. And you get there and then you are asked to pay on that table before okay. you can get the job. Or maybe as a foreigner in this country, in order to get visa, you have to pay on that table to okay. get visa. If you had gone out to preach to those people and they became Christians, they became Christ-like. Collecting on that table will be irritating to them. Things will be done in the right way. And you will discover that that victory you are thinking about or looking for is right in your hand. So if truly we want to enjoy the victory, total victory, we must take the point, the, the, the decision of going God's way. Point two, the way, God's way, the secure, the sure way to absolute victory. God's way, the absolute, the uh, sure way to absolute victory. I take us back to Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 again. It says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. Those who know this and put it to heart gained victory. We have a typical example of two people in the Bible. 
Who knew that God's way is a sure way to victory? One example, one of them is Joseph. Joseph knew that stagnation is possible and is eminent if he does not take some steps. He knew that a moment of the enjoyment uh, of pleasure would keep him in stagnation. And he would not be able to achieve the dream that he had as a young boy. That was why he declared to the, the wife of Potiphar in
But because he took a, a decision to pitch his tent with the Lord and do those things which he knew as a child of God where he's coming from. He knew the only way to victory is in total obedience. In John chapter 14, verse 10. John chapter 14, verse 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, Verse 12, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth of me, the works that I do, he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Praise the Lord. Amen. Verse 13 goes ahead to say that, and whosoever shall, whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Now, what has this to do? And Jesus. I need my Jesus says that in verse uh, in verse twelve, that verily, verily, I say unto you, the work he that believes in me. Now, if you believe in someone, what, whatsoever the person instructs you to do, you will do it because you believe in the person. But why is it difficult for us who claim that we believe in Christ? Why is it difficult for us to obey Christ? If it is a human being like, like you and I, if I believe you, if you tell me do this, I will easily do it. But when it comes to obedience to God, whom we think, whom we claim we believe in, we find it difficult to do. This is because we allow the devil to take the better part of our hearts and hearts. We allow the flesh to dominate in our lives. In order to do greater works, we must be willing to, to go God's way. And God's way says, Go ye and preach the gospel. And he that believe shall be saved. God has commanded us to win souls, to go out and preach to all nations. That is the way of God. He said in his word, in, in Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 17 to 21, that he has made you and I watchmen. In this land where we are. Or wherever you are. You may not be in Thailand, but wherever you are, God has made you a watchman. He said, if we will hear the warning at his mouth and we refuse to warn the people, his soul, those souls will be required 
from our hand. Now, it is not it is not enough to live and then let everyone be comfortable with you in your place of work. In your, in your environment where you live. Is God not asking you to speak to those people? Have you obeyed? Or do you put it by the side? Oh, my life is good enough to, to win them to Christ. When God is telling you to talk, and you are claiming that I will do the good work so that they will see it. It is good to do the good work because by the time you open your mouth to talk, your life already is testifying to what you are saying. God needs your mouth, he needs my mouth. To reach out to the, the unsaved. One may say, but we can not know God's ways. Because he says that our, his ways is higher than our ways. And his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. But he has made known his ways in his word. The Bible says that those things are that are revealed are for us. The way to victory is in the word of God. How much of your time do you give to the studying of God's word? Or do you live in complaints? Ah, this is, uh, I don't have this, I have to do this, I have to work hard, I have to do this, and then you neglect the word of God. Definitely you will ask the question of the ways of God. How can we know the ways of God? Just as God spoke to me in days gone by, the Lord is still talking to you and I today. Do you relax and refuse to listen? Knowing God's way is a sure way to victory. Because if, this, if God asks you to go this way, he must have gone ahead of you to make the crooked places straight. He knows that there are hurdles on the way. And he is always there to Help you jump over the hurdles. As we obey him, victory shall be ours indeed in the mighty name of Jesus. What is his way? It is knowing his word and, and living by the word. For a sinner, God is calling you to repentance. For a backslider, 
God is calling you to retrace your steps. For you who think you are standing, God is asking you to spend more time in listening to him and carrying out his instructions. Where are you? Are you in the first grade, as in the first level? That you don't know Christ at all, at all. He is calling you today that he is right here. Mind you, the flesh and the spirit does not live cohabit. So if you say, oh, I believe in Christ. There's a difference between the believing and uh, uh, believing and having an encounter. Passion if you believe in Christ, the devil believes too. But that encounter that leaves you with a, 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 a memory for life, that leaves you with unforgettable memories of that special experience, that you can ever share. Oh, like I remember the day I gave my life to Christ. I cannot forget the message. And I cannot forget the tears that rolled my, my, my cheek. After that message about heaven and hell. And after, after, after I took that bold step to give my life to Christ, I cannot forget the peace I encountered. Can you say that of yourself? Do you have the same testimony? Has there been a point in your life that you say, oh, this is a point I gave my life to Christ? Or do you think because you're born in a Christian home, you are a Christian? Do you think that because you live with a Christian, you are a Christian? I was having a discussion with my husband late this week, and we were, the Spirit was opening my eyes to the ten virgins. Saying five had five lamps. And the other five have five lamps. A lamp in this room will lighten everywhere. So, so if one of if they were in the same hall and they had one lamp. Naturally, it should be enough to, to lighten up the whole place for them. They don't need extra lamp. But one thing is certain that the heavenly lamp, the heavenly race is a personal thing. My lamp cannot lighten your, your, your path. The lamp of the father cannot lighten the lamp, the light, the path of the child. 
or poor, miss or man, how can look like a Your friend's life cannot lighten yours. Nor the husband's light lighten that of the wife. Everyone of us must have our lamps in our hand. Not just having the lamp, but you must make sure that your, la your lamp has enough oil before the masters come and return. What is it telling us today? Are you thinking that you have known enough of the scripture, therefore you don't need to be born again? Or maybe my father is a pastor, my mother is a, a, a prophetess, therefore I don't need this sermon. Your first victory is over the flesh. My first victory is over the flesh. And until we conquer the flesh, our lamps cannot burn. The way of God. If truly we want to enjoy God's light, uh, God's victory, which is the absolute victory, we must be ready to surrender all to Him. Give all at His altar of sacrifice. And you will discover that the victory you desire over failure over sicknesses, over diseases, over stagnation, is sure in him. As we rise on our feet this morning, begin to go before the Lord. If you know you're not standing right, lift up your voices and cry unto the Lord. Father, I want to make my ways right. และท่านสามารถร่วมกับเราได้ผ่านทางช่องทางโซเชียลต่างๆอาทิเช่น Facebook, Twitter, YouTube และ Instagram เมื่อท่านร่วมกับเราขอพระเจ้าทรงอวยพรอาเมน You can connect with us on the following social media platform Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and Instagram God bless you as you worship with us